Welcome to the Let's Get Data Done podcast. This podcast is an audio version of the Let's Get Data Done YouTube channel. To watch as well as listen, simply visit YouTube and search Let's Get Data Done. If you've watched or listened to episode nine, then you'll know that data capabilities are the keys for unlocking data value. That's because data capabilities are really just the things that every business needs to have or do in order to achieve its data goals. The last time I talked about three ways to define the data capabilities that your business needs, but it's also really important to know how much of each of those capabilities you need. The key question is how strong do each of our data capabilities need to be? Now, many businesses, they just try and guess the answer to that question, and frankly, some businesses don't even do that. And that means that they end up investing more and more in that journey towards becoming data-driven without truly understanding what the destination is or if they're even on the right track. And that's the opposite of data-driven, which we call data-busy. And if that sounds like your business, let me tell you just one of the many reasons why that's a crazy situation to be in. So you're aiming to be data-driven, and the very first step you take is to guess guest-driven? What happened to data-driven? Start as you mean to go on and take a data-driven approach to becoming data-driven. Every organisation is of course unique, so it stands to reason that different organisations will need different strengths of data capability. Even when you look at businesses in the same sector, you're likely to find that the required mix of data capabilities is somewhat similar. The required strength of capabilities can be quite different. That's because, of course, each unique business has its own set of goals and budgets and situations and culture. But as well as the answer to the question of how strong do my data capabilities need to be, there's two other vital pieces of information. And they are how strong are my data capabilities today? And also, how are we going to grow from our current strength to our target strength? Now, if you think about it, that gap between the current and target strength of your data capabilities that really defines the journey that you need to go on to achieve your data goals. Once you've translated your business goals into data goals, and then translated those data goals into data capabilities, and finally works out what it is you need to do to acquire those capabilities, you've really got the whole recipe for how your business is going to become truly data-driven. So in this episode, I'm going to tell you how to work out how strong your data capabilities need to be, I'm also going to tell you how to know what the gap is between that target strength and the current strength of your data capabilities today. Now, of course, before you can analyse your data capabilities, you first need to understand what data capabilities you need. And that's something I covered in different ways in the previous episodes, seven, eight and nine. So if you haven't watched or listened to those episodes yet, definitely recommend you going and doing that first. I'll put a link to those down in the description. So assuming you have built a clear picture of what data capabilities your organisation needs, the step now is to analyse the maturity of those data capabilities. So what do we mean when we say data capability maturity? Well, it's of course very simply just a measure of how capable your data capabilities are at achieving your data goals. And some businesses will only require relatively basic data capabilities, which means just a modest increase in strength will take those businesses to a point of data capability maturity. But other larger or more complex businesses, they'll probably need more sophisticated data capabilities, which means they'll need to achieve a much higher level of data capability strength in order to be able to say that they've reached data capability maturity. 
Think about this as one business needing to score just a five out of five for data capability strength, and yet another business will need to score a 10 out of 10. As I mentioned earlier on, every business is different. That's why we want to think about data capability maturity and not just strength. So to analyze data capability maturity, you need to answer both of the following two questions for every one of your data capabilities. Question one is, how important is this data capability for the achievement of our business goals? And question two is, how effectively is this data capability helping us to achieve our goals today? As you probably worked out already, these questions relate to two of the vital pieces of information I mentioned earlier in this episode, which are how strong do my data capabilities need to be? And also how strong are my data capabilities today? But how we frame each of those two questions is really important. We need to frame them in the context of our business goals, because remember, that's what data driven is all about. Data driven is when data is measurably driving our business to achieve its goals. We can't just ask how important is this? We need to ask how important is this for achieving that? Something else that's really important is being able to correlate the answers to those two questions. A nice way to do that is to put them both on a simple five point scale. So for that first question of how important is this data capability for achieving our business goals, capture answers on a five point scale between not at all important to absolutely essential. And then for that second question of how effectively is this data capability helping us to achieve our goals today, again, capture answers on a five point scale between not effectively at all to completely effectively. The best way to gather answers to each of those two questions is naturally to ask the people in your business. So for that first question about how important is each data capability, best people to ask are people in leadership roles because they are of course the people who have set the business's goals. So they'll know quite a few things about what the business needs to do in order to achieve those goals. Then for that second question of how effectively are data capabilities performing today, best people to ask is frankly anyone in the business, anyone who is working with data or trying to work with data. They're the people that we need to go and speak to and ask about how effectively is data helping you to do the things that we need to do to achieve the business's goals. It's right to think about this assessment process as broadly canvassing people in your business for answers to those two questions. And if that feels like a fairly big or highly visible undertaking, well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Now, I've run data capability maturity assessments like the one I'm describing to you now in many large organizations over a number of years. And it is true that I've sometimes been challenged by senior stakeholders who've questioned the need for such an extensive exercise and even questioned whether or not some people are going to participate. My answer to those kind of challenges is always the same. If you think this is going too far, or if you think people won't get involved, then that's actually telling you something about your data culture and it's, it's not telling you anything good. It suggests that this is even more necessary than you might have first thought. As you collect input from around your business about the current and target strength of your data capabilities, try and remember those three lenses of data capability that I mentioned in the previous episode, episode nine. I said that data capabilities exist in the form of defining what the data capability needs to deliver, and then operating the systems and the processes that will deliver that, and then finally measuring how well the data capability is performing. You want your data capability maturity assessment to not just show you how big that gap is between current and target strength, but also to show you what the capability gap is formed of. Is your business strong at defining what needs to be done, but then relatively weak at doing it? 
or maybe measuring the ongoing performance of your data capabilities is your weak spot. Understanding these details is really important for interpreting what changes are required to close your data capability gap. So now I want to show you a really robust way of canvassing the people in your business and then producing an easy yet really effective data capability maturity assessment. And it's done by using the 4DDX framework. So here we are then looking at 4DDX. Remember you can get full access to 4DDX online completely free of charge simply by visiting 4DDX.app. Right here in the middle of the framework, we can see where 4DDX gets its name, Four Dimensional Data Excellence. Here's the four dimensions of data excellence, each of which containing a range of 21 data capabilities, and each of those data capabilities is underpinned with facets of data capability success criteria. And it's those success criteria, those facets that you can use to run your own data capability maturity assessment. To do that, if you go and look in the bottom left-hand corner of 4DDX, you can see that there's a Google Sheets version. Now, here we've got all of the information contained within the framework, but in a tabular format, of course, in a spreadsheet. You can see here, look, there's a note that says, use this spreadsheet version to produce manual data capability assessments. Open it by clicking on Source. So if we do that, if you click on where it appears here as a spreadsheet, then you click on the Source button, that'll open the 4DDX framework in Google Sheets. So here, as I mentioned, is all of the content of the framework. We've got all of the dimensions. Then in column D, we've got a description of each of those 21 data capabilities. And next to it in column E, we have space to capture target data capability scores. There's a note there in the header reminding you about how to capture those scores on a five-point scale. So how essential is each of those data capabilities? or how unnecessary are they seem to be to achieving the business's goals. So that's where you're going to do your target state analysis. Uh, and then here in column H, you've got each of those 140 facets of data capability. And next to it again in column I, you have space to capture facet level current state scores. So remember, we're capturing target state scores alongside data capabilities. How important are they for achieving the business's goals? And then for the current state assessment, you're asking the question, how effectively are we performing those capabilities? And that's where you refer to each of the facets there and, and ask that question. How effectively are we doing each of the things contained within that facet column? Now, once you've gathered your target and current state data capability scores, you can, of course, analyze those data in any way that you choose. But just to give you one example of how to do that, here we've got a report built in Looker based on the data in that spreadsheet, which provides an overall picture of data capability maturity, but then uses the 4DDX framework to break the overall picture down into, first of all, those four dimensions of data capability, then into each of the individual 21 data capabilities, and then further still into each of those three lenses of data capability, so defining, operating, and measuring. And if you'd like to learn how to create analysis like this for your own business, simply follow the link that I'll put into the description of this episode. So in conclusion then, there's no need to rely simply on guesswork when it comes to implementing your data strategy. You can take a data-driven approach to becoming data-driven simply by analysing your data capability maturity to understand not just what data capabilities you need, but also how much strength you need in those capabilities and also how much of a gap you need to close between the current strength and the target strength that you're looking for. If you'd like any more help in creating and implementing a successful data strategy, just head on over to datastrategy.how and there you'll find a complete comprehensive guide containing all the information you need to know. 
Last thing for me to say is, of course, I hope you found this episode useful. If you have, please like and subscribe. And if you click that bell icon, you'll be notified when I upload the next episode about how to get data done. Thank you.